Hello, everyone, and welcome to 180 Mentoring. My name is Terry Krebs, and I'm the host of 180 Mentoring, where I'll be discussing information you can use in day-to-day leadership situations. I'll provide you information in a way that you'll be able to listen to it, use it, and apply it so you can move on to your next leadership success. All leadership examples and solutions are based upon actual events and situations that I've encountered in my 30 years of leading and mentoring. You can find me at 180mentoring.com and 180mentoring at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to today's podcast. The more I learn, the less I know. This becomes even more obvious the more I get out and do things. So I like to learn. I like to experience new things. And I'm finding out the older that I get, the more that this causes me to look into why things happen, the purpose behind them, where things come from, things like that. Today, I want to discuss about where do leadership, knowledge, and education, where does that come from? Well, it can come from books, it can come from people, it can come from really anywhere. But given the opportunity, leadership opportunities or leadership examples will present themselves to you if you just pay attention and see them when they get dropped in front of you. I had a problem with some plumbing at my home. Started to get really cold, had this plumbing issue, had to do with a water supply to a sprinkler system that goes from my basement up and over the drywall, pipe I can't see, goes outside, feeds the sprinkler system. No problem. I go out of my way preemptively to blow out the sprinkler system, get all the water out of there, clean it out get it prepped so I don't have to worry about it. And I usually do this about a month before it starts getting really cold, which generally sometimes can be a little bit early because, you know, your grass still needs water. However, for me, it's it's a trade-off. Make sure everything's good because I do not want to have a flooded basement for lots of reasons. So I do this. I take care of everything. I go out there a few days ago, and what do I see? Water dripping out from the one-way valve, the anti-reverse valve that keeps the water that's in the system from getting back into your home water, dripping. That's a problem. So, do some troubleshooting and I figure out, well, not a plumber, but I can tell you that water isn't coming up the pipe because I just had it blown out. That water must be coming down the pipe from inside the house, which means I have a leak in the system somewhere. So, not being a plumber and knowing my limitations, I call someone. So this is, you know, the first day, really cold weather, called someone, highest rated plumber in the area, call them up, explain my situation, person listens to me, and they say, we're booked. We're not going to be able to make it out there till tomorrow. And this is an issue that you should probably resolve today because there is a potential for bad things to happen if it isn't fixed. The plumber goes on to tell me on the phone, he's like, I can't see it. I don't have time to get out there. But sir, I'm telling you, you should resolve this quickly. And here's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to refer you to two other plumbers who I know very well. One of the two of them may have an opening to get out there to come see you. So I told him, thank you. Kind of sat back in my chair and I'm like, wow, that's, that's great. This plumber turned down work so that I could resolve a problem quickly because he knew the potential for bad things to happen were right there. Even based on not seeing anything at all up to this point, just from my basic description. You know, I was up front with the plumber. I said, hey, listen, I'm not a plumber. I just know that if water freezes, things break. When things break, more bad things happen. I need a professional to take a look at this. And he agreed. On the flip side of that, I had called someone else that is a professional that deals with sprinklers because this is part of the sprinkler system process, told them the same exact thing. And they told me, I can't make it out there today. The damage is already done. Uh, That ice, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's just going to act as an insulator and you should be fine. My response was, well, if there's water in the pipe, there's going to be more water getting into the pipe. And if that ice is up, there's going to be more ice. And isn't that going to expand and crack things? The person's like, well, you know, maybe, but I can't get out there until later in the day tomorrow. It'll be fine. So here I had two different sides of the same situation. One person tells me, yeah, that sounds like there's a potential for bad things to happen. You need to have someone come see you immediately. I don't have the time, so I'm going to refer you to somebody that I trust so that you can get this done. And then you have the other person who said, yeah, it's a problem. I'm not really sure the depth of the problem, but whatever it is, damage is done. Let's just wait till tomorrow and then we'll take care of it then. So sitting around thinking about it, kind of reflect on this whole process. The person that I called, you know, the professional plumber could have told me the same thing and I might have bought it. But what that person did when they referred me to someone else, that told me something about that person and the confidence of their abilities and the professionalism of their business. Now, I didn't know who this person was or never talked to them or never even seen them. So I based this whole opinion based on a small conversation and the way they reacted to a critical situation and the way it was impacting me. Now, the story gets even better. This leadership story continues to evolve. So I have the two numbers in front of me. I call the first number. Get a hold of the person, answers the phone very professionally. First thing that I tell them is like, hey, I was referred to you by plumber A. And the guy was like, great. Those are great people. Like them a lot. Tell me what your problem is. So again, I explained my problem. And the guy's like, oh man, we are up to our neck in broken pipes and big, big problems in lots of people's houses. He goes, I'm, I'm maxed out. Someone has to get there and they have to see that before it gets any colder tonight and freezes solid as a rock again. And I'm not going to be able to do that. Now I could get out there tomorrow, but again, that's not the best course of action for you, sir. And I said, oh man. And I said, hey, they gave me another number that Plumber A told me to call you. But Plumber A also gave me another number. Plumber B said, hey, is it, is it Plumber C? And I'm like, yeah, that's the name. He goes, those are great people. Call them. And if they can't do it, you call me back and we'll figure out a way to get this fixed. 
So I was like, oh, man. Well, my first instinct was, I'm in big trouble. I'm never going to get this pipe fixed. It's going to explode. I'm going to have water all over the place. I'm going to be soaking up water with towels and, you know, calling that company you see on TV that sends the 3,000 people to your house and, you know, the vacuums and the blowers in the middle of the winter. And, you know, it's going to be chaos and Armageddon in my basement. Not good. Well, I call Plumber C, get a person on the phone. They pass me off to a master plumber. Person talks to me for a few minutes and he's like, yeah, that's a big problem. He goes, uh, we're maxed out. I said, hey, listen, I was referred to you by Plumber A, who sent me to Plumber B. They're busy. He sent me to you, and uh, you're kind of my only hope. So I'm at the end of the line of people that I'm getting referred to. And he was like, oh, sir. He goes, I'll tell you what. Are you home right now? And I'm like, yes. He goes, I'm going to send one of my technicians to your house pronto and have them take a look at this and see if this is something that we have to do now or if we can put it off. If we can put it off, great. If not, we'll figure out a way to get it done. And I was like, fantastic. So 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes later, plumber shows up at the house. Prior to the plumber showing up at the house, I got an email with the picture, or excuse me, a text message with the picture of the plumber. And here this plumber was in front of me. Younger person greets me at the door, says the uh, his boss had already kind of filled him in on what the problem was a little bit, but he would still like to hear it from me. And then he reassured me. He said, hey, I've been doing this for about 10 years. We'll figure out a way to get it done. And I said, great. So I looked over his shoulder. There was a great big truck, lots of parts, very professional looking. This person was dressed very well, very knowledgeable already, explaining to me, hey, I've been brief. I have an idea what's going on. I still want to hear it from you, but I want to see it with my own eyes, and then we'll figure out what we have to do. So I go down to the basement. Immediately, this young person goes into troubleshooting mode, the same thing that I did. And he says, well, there's only one way they're going to be able to test to see if this is good. We're going to have to cut through this big pipe. We're going to have to test that valve because if that valve is leaking, you're going to have a big problem. I can't leave here in good faith and know that that may be the problem. And when I come back tomorrow, your basement could be flooded. So again, I was, I was kind of taken back. Wow, this is great. And, uh, and I said, okay, great. Well, let's, let's do what you have to do. Cuts open the pipe looks at it and he's like, yeah, that thing's leaking. Then he checks this other valve and he goes like, this thing should be good, but it sounds like there's water behind this. So he opens that thing up. Gallons of water come flying out of this thing. Apparently this other valve had failed at some time in the past. I had never noticed that this was going to cause potentially more bad problems. Would have been terrible, terrible, terrible. So this young plumber says, you know what? I'm going to stay here and fix it. Calls his boss. Hey, I got to take care of this now. It's going to take me X amount of hours. Here's what I think it's going to entail. Here's what we're going to do. Hangs up the phone with the boss. He comes back to me, shows me more of the issues. Says, hey, we should probably put this other little drain in here so that if you ever have this issue, you just open up this pipe and all this stuff will drain out. We'll never have to deal with this again. And I said, well, you're the professional. You just let me know what you have to do and let's kind of go from there. Now, along the way, as this person is, is doing this, he, I let him know, hey, I was referred to you by Plumber A. Through Plumber B, really, to get to you. And this young person looked at me and he said, you know what? I love working for my boss because my boss and these other guys, these other, these other independent plumbers, they all get along great. They all know each other. They're all professionals. They go out of their way to help each other out. They're making sure that all the reputations are solid and that people feel confident in calling people into their home to fix things, even though it costs quite a bit of money, you know. Good quality plumbers are not cheap. 
mostly because I would rather spend X amount of dollars to proactively solve a problem than spend a thousand times X amount of dollars when I decided to do a cheap way out. Another thing this young person told me was that he had worked for some of the bigger companies in the area and like they did not operate like this, that they were not about referring people. They were not about handing other work out to the friends to get things done and take care of the customer. And that immediately reminded me of the very first person that I called. And I thought to myself, like that person had to know that the potential for this problem was really, really, really huge. And instead of helping me figure out a way to get it done, they were just going to put it off till the next day for whatever reason. Again, I'm not a mind reader, but, but I thought to myself, I'm like, man, why would they not call someone or figure out a way just to, you know, just get the water out of the pipe so it doesn't, you know, crack overnight and, and cause big, big problems. Now, the story continues to get better. So this young person is here, and I told you this was like a very, very cold day. People are having, you know, pipe problems all over town. First big freeze, Arctic weather blowing in. Temperatures are in the teens, wind chills down below the teens. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really, really cold. This plumber was so busy and his team were so busy helping people solve critical problems that there was a few extra parts that he needed that he didn't have on the truck. So his boss called him and said, what do you need? Young plumber told him, hung up the phone and I asked, I asked the young plumber, I said, hey, what, what was all that about? He's like, oh, my boss, you know, just calling to check how everything's going and making sure I had all the parts that I needed. And I'm like, well, do you have all the parts? And he said, no, I, I don't have all the parts. I'm like, well, what's going to happen? He said, well, my, my boss is putting, he's going to bring him out here for me. I'm like, what? He said, yeah. He goes, we're so busy. There's so many people with, with pipe problems. We're trying to get to everybody. Instead of forcing me to go back to the office and go and pick up all the parts I need and drive back out here, the boss is staying in extra long today and he's picking the parts out of the parts bins. He's putting together everything. He's dropping them off to us so we can continue to work so that we can maximize our time out in the field to help people that are having problems. And that for me was the icing on the cake with this whole thing. So when I talk about leadership examples or paying attention to how leadership will present itself to you in like many different ways. So there's lots of things that went on here with the plumbers, A, B, and C. First of all, none of them told me anything that gave me a false hope. They told me the truth. Okay, remember the first person I talked to, they false hope. Damage is already done. It can wait till tomorrow. You know, all those things. All of these plumbers told me, sounds not good. You need to get that taken care of today. Let's figure out a way to get it done. So number one, they told me the truth. Number two, when they didn't have the capability to get it done, they gave me contact info to someone else that they figured could get it done so that I would feel confident that my house was not going to be flooded. So that, that's the second great thing they did. The third great thing they did, or actually Company C, the young plumber that was here in the house, came to the home, told me the truth, gave me an eval, told me what he needed to do to see if we could put this off so I can get to the, you know, the things that are worse, but then figured out like, oh, this is pretty bad itself. We need to fix it. And then went out of his way to tell me how great those other two businesses were that went out of their way to refer work away from them. Because again, uh, business A could have said, you know what, I'll be out there tomorrow, no problem. Business B had the opportunity to do the same thing. 
Sounds like not a big of a deal. Problem's already there. We'll come out tomorrow. We'll solve your problem. Company C, you know, it sounds really bad. We'll figure out a way to come see if we can come right now. And then they took care of the problem. So what does this mean in leadership? A couple of things to me, you know, besides the examples are, never ever talk bad about someone that you work around, work with, is a colleague in any form or function. And don't tolerate those kind of people that do that. There's a difference between talking bad and being critical. Now, if somebody's making mistakes, they're making mistakes over and over and over again, then deal with those mistakes. Tell people, you know, or your boss, whoever you're talking to, like, I'm not comfortable with the way that this person does things. In the past, they haven't made some good decisions. I do things differently. And that's why I'm uncomfortable. Okay, that's being, that's being professionally critical. Happens sometimes. But don't tolerate anyone who's just bad-mouthing someone or saying bad things or being critical based on no knowledge whatsoever of anything. Because sooner or later, that person will talk bad about you. Sooner or later, that person will find somebody else to bend their ear when they're not happy with something that you did. And they will talk to that person about how bad you are. I guarantee it. Every single time. I've never, ever seen an, an, a person who had a habit of talking bad about someone that they didn't sooner or later make it back around to me. 100% of the time. So this little example with my pipes and the weather and the water and the sprinkler and the plumbing and the sprinkler person and the three companies taught me a very important lesson. That if you work hard and you do things and you help out colleagues, even if they may be competitors, that will come back around to you someday. Because I guarantee you that if someone calls me and asks me for a plumber's name or a recommendation, I'm going to give them all three of those companies. The first two people, I don't even know if they're good plumbers, but because of the way they interacted along the way and passed on their information to other folks, I feel comfortable referring them to people I know saying, these people are problem solvers. Call them. They'll tell you the truth. They'll help you get things done. Plumber number C or plumber C, the, the third one, they were great all the way around. That leads me to believe that the plumbers who work for A and B are most likely equally as professional. So I made a note. I put the word out. I passed off the names of these three companies to all of my neighbors saying, if you got a problem and you need it solved quickly, call one of these three companies. And that's what people will do about you when you're a leader, when you develop an environment where people refer, people are professional, people mentor, people help other folks out. When you can't solve a problem or you don't have the time, you pass it off to somebody else and says, this is the better person. They will always, always trust you. And they will always come back to you and they will tell your friends about how you got them out of a bind. And that is what leadership is about. That wraps up today's podcast. Thanks for listening and providing input to today's topic. You can reach out to me at 180mentoring.com and 180mentoring at gmail.com. I'm Terry Krebs, and I'm the host of 180 Mentoring. I'll look forward to talking with you soon.